Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups. The superstars. The games. Starting defense. Place at the table. Wow! This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Ooh. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Ooh, Rashad's my, fired up today. My blood pressure up in here, Joe. <laughs> All Dang. I said was four words or five words about, but we're just talking about what we're going to talk about on the show. And Rashad just went, Ugh, Ugh, no, smash, don't bro. say that to me. All just, I said was we have to talk about Lamar Jackson. And that six words? Is that six words? We have, we have to have talk, talk about Lamar. Lamar six words. Seven, seven six, words. Seven, yeah. Math. <laughs> I wasn't it's Sunday morning. That. I was counting wrong. I was, I was counting the actual way. like syllables in it. And I was like, about two words. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rashad just uh, basically did a segment off the air. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson um, at some point. You know, we, some point. we usually will get it. We, we usually kind of slowly walk into the hot tub here, as Suke likes to say. But. You know, Rashad came in really fired up. I was like, okay, all right. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. You'll see. All right. Well, the reason I said that is because the Ravens lost the Bills yesterday 17-3. And, it was an ugly game. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson did get hurt in the third quarter in his defense. Had a concussion, so he did not play the rest of the game. Also had the Packers beat the Rams 32-18. So we got a couple of games that we can talk about. And then today we have Browns Chiefs. We also have Bucks Saints. Uh, noon start for Browns Chiefs, which is just glorious for us because we yeah, can absolutely. actually get, get home, home and see it. Maybe I can order go, some breakfast. Or I can go to like Safeway that. and get some shopping done before I get it. You know, and then I can watch the game. What's for dinner tonight? Oh, I don't know. I'm just gonna. I usually just do snacky kind of food on Sundays. Joe, uh, I'm probably gonna do uh, some bratwursts on the grill. Mm. Mm. 
Always yeah. good, man. For it's me, some... weekends are very much like a hors d'oeuvres kind of day, two days. Right. Yeah, because I like to just like get up and I'm like, oh, I'll have this. And then I'll have like a beer and then I'll yeah. wait a couple hours and then I'll have like a little side salad that I got from Market of Choice. And then Sun- I'll have a beer. Sunday is typically the one day that I will cook. Okay. Like, I mean, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I have a kid, so legally I have to, guess I have to cook a lot. But, uh, I mean, you, know, you could don't have to cook at all. You could just get food for him. From I mean, somewhere I could, else. but that's that's not expensive at all. You know, that's <laughs> that's super cheap now. But uh, no, Sunday is the one day that I'll just I'll usually kind of go a little all out. You know, Sunday dinner. So what are you doing? You know, honestly, I have no idea. Well, you if know, it's going to be I've a big really, Sunday dinner, I it, feel like well, we should I mean, know what's happening. Well, I, I really don't. I know there'll probably be some type of macaroni. You know, macaroni and cheese, and then. Do you go out and, and buy everything, or is it what's in your house with, like, one edition? No, I have to go buy stuff. Okay. typically there's, you know, stuff that I'll that I'll need, you know. So, yeah, let me go ahead and go right. to the store. So yeah, mac and cheese thing. and cabbage, Maybe you said? Maybe some cabbage or something. Then as far as, the, as far as the meat, I haven't figured it out. Hmm. Yeah, right. I was yeah. thinking oxtails, but I don't know if I really want to. Those are kind of Wait, what? Kind of, you never had oxtails. I've never had oxtails either, but Rashad's yeah, very, very big on oxtails. Like an actual, like an ox, like the big old bovine creature, an ox. Uh, yep. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> the tail of an ox. The tail of an ox, man. It sounds crazy. Isn't it Joe? technically not sounds the tail? Part, Isn't it like? I don't know. I don't think it's the tail either. It's just, it's just what like, it's called. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly, don't think it's like, the tail. What either the way, hell? either way, man. It's, it's. It's glorious, Joe. I'll, 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 you know, we'll go get some. <laughs> if you've ever been to like a, you know, if you, uh, Jamaican restaurants or a you, lot know, of, you know, there's one in St. John's that uh, I forget what it's called. I, I think it's literally just called the Jamaican House or something. Do you like Jamaican food or jerk? I, or I like they gri- do oxtails. Yeah, Caribbean I like proper. jerk chicken for hey, sure. Go try it. If you're oxtail rice and pea. Go ahead and go go somewhere and ask for and, that, man. And well, what rice and pea? It's it's. I mean, peas like it's be- okay. beans. Okay, you know. So saying, yeah. what are you eating? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that's on the menu. It's like P E A. Different okay. cultural foods, Joe. Peas. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia. We're both right and both wrong. Uh, oxtail is the culinary name for the tail of cattle. Formerly, it referred only to the tail of an ox. So it is the tail, but now it's the tail of cattle. And I, we have a question here. Can you find it in normal grocery stores like uh, Fred Meyer's? Not Fred Meyer for whatever reason. Safeway, though, if you go to Safeway, they typically have them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they're pretty good. You know, Winco is the plug for uh, Winco all is sorts of meats. It really is. You know, I'm I'm a little indifferent sometimes about it, but, you know, sometimes it is it is super the plug. Uh, apparently, oxtail soup is a really popular dish. Absolutely. And uh, it or is true. stew. It is traditional in South America, West Africa, China, Spain, Korea, and Indonesia. That is where you'll find oxtails. They are expensive, like, though. Basically like, everywhere but here. Yep. They're, they're expensive. Like We're so, like tails. Ew. Seriously. They, they're like, they can, like, I usually go to, like, one of the, you know, how they have, like, the, the Mexican grocery stores and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Those are those are awesome, too, to, to get a lot of, like, your, your, your meat and stuff. But uh, go there, and they're pretty spendy, like, for, like, a, Two pounds, like you won't get a lot of them. There's be like maybe you know five or six of them, but it can be like twenty five dollars. So why is it? Why do you like the oxtail compared to other parts of the cow? Oh, other parts are amazing. I'm just saying for for well, for but like part, you, as far as dinner and everything, like, you've talked about it multiple times. So I think you like it a lot. I do. So what is the? Is it what makes it better? It's, you know, because it's still there's still a bone in the middle of every one of the oxtails. The so, tail. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so like if you know about anything, if cooking anything with a bone in it for you know a long time and everything, it's 
it's going to be some of the most tender meat. This sounds so weird, like everything I'm saying. But yeah, it's it's going to be just some lean of the into most, it. It's yeah, fine. I know, right? I'm just going to go ahead. Um, but it's the most tender meat that you'll find, especially after you've cooked it for a while. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's legit. It's the find, most tender find meat yourself. around a bone. And, that and, like, and like you said, there's there's so many different ways. Like there's a stew and there's a soup, or you can make it, you know, as like a almost like a gravy, you know, type thing to go on top of rice or whatever. Like there's so many things you can, or you can just put it in the oven, like I do a lot of times with some beef broth and. Mm. Leaving in there for a few hours and right. watch, watch the magic happen. Is it almost like, does it almost kind of become like a steak then if you just put it in the oven and you you cook it with beef broth? Kind of. Kind of. You're just cooking it through, right? Yeah, just cooking it through and, you know, making sure it's nice and tender and everything. But, yes, if you if you, if you can find a recipe I'm that like you like I'm like picturing you opening up your, your oven. Oh, man. And just, like, smelling it. <sighs> taking, like, a little yes. prong and poking it to see the tenderness. Yes. And you just – I'm, like, picturing this, like, romantic yeah, music behind you. Euphoria. Euphoria. <laughs> just like, ah, oh, this is going to be so great when it's time to eat. So What we'll is love? <laughs> Don't hurt me no more. As you poke the oxtails yes. in the oven. Mm -hmm. You close you close the door and you like do like a half spin away and you're like yes. ha ha Man, I more, cannot wait three more hours mm. yeah <laughs> delayed gratification Here baby three more hours take a nap watch right. a game for sure you're getting oxtails today after this conversation probably not, <laughs> probably not though that's just after after I said three four hours I was like damn after this, and it's a long time to have to cook these joints so probably not I might just get some chicken today all right well what kind of mac and cheese then. Just some homemade stuff, you know. Yeah, do you like make like a little roux beforehand, or do you kind of do like the MacGyver version where you just kind of put it in and cook it, and it just all melts together? Or do you uh, go the Annie's route with a packet? Well, yes. no. Well, I, uh, well, oh, all three, also an option. All three, but today I'll probably just do the whole like I don't want to take a long time. You'll just MacGyver making, it. Yeah, I don't want to take a long time making roux are very roux. annoying to after, make. After after I was saying I don't want to do that for the oxtails, like I don't really want to do that for the mac and cheese either. I'll make a, I'll make it. Good. I feel like Rashad's dinner is turning into a <laughs> oh, smaller and smaller excursion today. No, you know it's gonna, I yeah, think I'm it's just, a Papa Murphy's night. I'm thinking, <laughs> heavens no, can't. Well, I'm not gonna say that, but yes, heavens not a big, you know, take and bake guy. Uh. Oh, you mean they're an advertiser? You so mean you they're love the best? I love it. You love taking I love bake. it. Like yeah, I Olive love it. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, the the chicken artichoke um, that, like, delight that thing. is yo that goes. That's the one I'll actually <laughs> will get ten times out of ten. Great save. Make it, you know, a little, <laughs> little crispier in there. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, man, that's fine. Rashad is having Papa Murphy's, uh, Papa Murphy's chicken artichoke pizza for dinner tonight, wink, wink. And uh, chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm -mm -mm. Absolutely. That sounds delightful. All right, well, we're going to get into some football here. We also want to talk some Blazers today. The Blazers had the big bad use of Nurkic injury happen this week, and now CJ got hurt yesterday, although it doesn't appear to be too serious from what we've been hearing. He did have a foot sprain. So we'll get into the Blazers. who got to win over the Hawks after – getting annihilated by the Pacers earlier in the week. So we'll get to that at some point in the show, but we will start, of course, with the NFL. we got to react to yesterday's games first. We're going to just go in chronological order. So we'll start with Packers-Rams. That is next. Uh, you can text us, 503-250-1080, throughout the show, and we will uh, read those on the air if they're helpful to our conversation. And you can follow us on social media. I almost forgot to do the normal teases. It's a Sunday morning. I'm tired. I'm sorry. It happens. At Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter is me. Rashad's at TaylorMade503, and Joe is at JoeFish3. Should we get new Twitter names? No. I mean, you know, we've been the I mean, you same can, like, things for like... You can change your name, just probably don't want to change well, your yeah, handle. You definitely handle. don't yeah. want to change your handle. Because uh, that's okay. what people know you as. We can make something up and let something new, right? I mean, you can. I'm not going to change mine, but you do whatever you want. You're so boring, Lynch. <laughs> so if people so know you by that name already, so why would you change it? To change. Why would you change it? I don't know. 
<laughs> Taylor Made's a cool just name. Keep it, just keep it interesting. It's a cool name. Yeah, what would you change it, it to? I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it up. You I should have an idea. That far, you know, into it. I was just asking. Okay. Well, we'll get to Packers Rams next, and maybe Rashad will think of a better name for his Twitter handle. This is Football Sunday on the Fin. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Fishstick's back. It's been a while since DJ Fishstick's been on the board. Picking his own music for the show. Well, I remember you guys asked me to like update the bumper music like yeah, four weeks Good ago. Job. And I still haven't done it. So. <laughs> Good job for remembering today. Yeah, we'll take it. Our Ask Anything Man is in, and he gave us one sports question, which I'm tell I'm sorry, friend. It's way too much thought right now especially because we're about to talk some NFL. <laughs> he asked, all-time best NBA starting five by college. For example, UCLA would be Jabbar, Will, uh, Bill Walton, Kevin Love, Reggie Miller, Russell Westbrook. Um, I think you answered it right there in that question. But I think it'd it's be tough Al to, Cinder. Uh, that is true. It would be Lou Alcindor. Uh, it, it would be tough. Well, it's true. I mean, it is true, yeah. I mean, yeah. He was I Lou mean, Alcindor when he was at UCLA. Just, I mean, He would be same. Cassius I mean, Clay, anything you know, prior I mean, to Sonny yeah. Liston. You know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's the same person. Not, not that funny. Uh, <laughs> so I think that is the answer. We were thinking of other ones in the break, but it was a lot of work and our brains were just not working for it. But he came up with another question, a little easier. If I give you $25,000 that you have to spend to renovate a single room in your house, which room do you choose? Bedroom. To renovate? Yes. $25,000. That's a lot of money too. Bedroom. I mean, my, my place is like the size of a bedroom. So yeah, I live I mean, in an apartment right now, so I couldn't the whole renovate. place? <laughs> uh, if I was going to figure it out. I mean, I'd probably say like tertiary bedroom so that I could make it into some cool like gaming sports hangout space. Uh, so that, that would be my answer. But I don't really have that right now because I live in an apartment. I'm going straight scar Scarface style, baby. I want a uh, like a hot tub in my room. Absolutely. <laughs> that won't smell bad over time. Yeah, There's no, no bed. Just... Yeah, somebody will clean it. Somebody, yeah, if I have 25000 you know. To renovate the room, hopefully I can pay somebody a couple hundred bucks to come clean it. Which makes it, which clean. begs the question, does anybody have a waterbed anymore? I don't think Probably. so. Probably. I don't, uh, you better, people better not have a waterbed. I think it still exists out That's there, man. That's stupid. My parents had a waterbed. It was not I mean, comfortable. I, I don't know. It was fun for us. I don't know how it was for them. So my best friend when I was a kid, CJ, shout out to my man, CJ. When I, we were, he had a waterbed. So going over his house to spend the night, he'd always like give me the bed, and he'd be like, "Oh, he's like, I'll sleep on the floor." It's like, nah, I'll sleep on the floor. I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather is, sleep on it's, solid it's ground. It's not fun when you're sleeping and you're just you're constantly like moving up and down. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you're getting like not motion sickness, but like man, you're just trying to find some comfort in every in every way you turn. It's like you're on the boat, and it's like, man, this is not fun. I I've never beds. even seen a waterbed in the wild. Yeah, never. Yeah, never touched one, never laid on one, never seen one. My parents had one. One of my best friends growing up had one as well. I want to say even his dad had one. It was a big thing in Twalton, waterbeds. Man, if she has a waterbed, <laughs> mid-90s. Run. <laughs> run. If she has a waterbed, man, or if he has a waterbed, ladies, if you're out there listening, that has run. to be it's the, no good. That has to be the hardest. He's got a clapper too if he has a waterbed. That has to be the most difficult bed to make snooze new with. Right? Well, I mean, ask uh, Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. 
Seriously, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what that's what that person's going to look like. Like I, I just can't imagine the like if you're constantly moving. There's there's problems. Well, you get a there. good like motion going with. Never mind. No, I'm thanks. just going to stop. Let's move on. Let's the, go mo- on the, floor. the motion of the ocean, right? Yes, let's exactly. get on the floor. The ocean in the bed. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into the first game of the day from yesterday, and that was the Packers beating the Rams 32 18. Although it was a one-score game in the second half, boy, did it never really feel like it was in the reach of the Rams at all. I I am continually impressed this year by the Packers and the way that they're playing. I said it before the playoffs. I think they look like the most Super Bowlish team right now, mm-hmm. and more so than the Chiefs, more so than the Bills. I, I think the Packers look the most elite right now. And it's mostly because of their MVP, Aaron Rodgers, who will be the NFL's MVP this year, too. Um, dude is on another planet for how old he is and and still can just sling the football. That deep pass to Alan Lazard was so beautiful yesterday at the end of the game, the one that wound up giving them back the two-score lead. I just, when you have Aaron Rodgers and you have a top-tier running back in Aaron Jones, and oh, by the way, now you have two other guys that you're confident in using in Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, which we saw yesterday. They actually had a three-headed monster running back, and A.J. Dillon is basically like Derrick Henry Light. He's huge and breaks tackles constantly. And oh, by the way, you have probably the best receiver in the NFL in Devontae Adams, but if not top three. Um, You are really hard to beat. Their defense is not the best but it's good enough for that offense to win most of the games that they're playing. I am just so bullish on Green Bay right now, and I was so impressed by Aaron Rodgers yesterday. I've been saying since the beginning of the season, I think Green Bay is the best team in the league. I think Aaron Rodgers, uh, God, he's so good. It's just, I mean, and you you kind of, you know, we talk a lot about Brady and Brady being the GOAT, and, you know, rightfully so. I think what Brady does in the playoffs is what makes him who he is. Not necessarily what he does in the regular season, but – what he does in the playoffs is why Tom Brady is considered the best in the world. But for 16 games during a regular season, tell me somebody who's better than Aaron Rodgers. It's not named Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like you, it's it's hard to do well, that. You for, just named somebody. Consi- I mean, but I mean, and even Mahomes, like he's on this upswing. But can he do this for the, for his whole career? You know, and that's I mean, because Aaron Rodgers has done it every year of his career, even during the bad years, even during the down years, the McCarthy years. You know, he was still really making things. Uh, happen and so for him to be to this point and to have a guy like Devonte Adams who's just really who's been a threat we've known for a couple of years now Devonte Adams can be a, a big player for your team if given the opportunity to and re- he's really shown that this is really the first year that's like whoa this dude's good like I think he is right in their top three right and especially if you're talking playoffs everybody's out right now so if we're talking the best in the playoffs right now, you know, it's Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, and Tyreek uh, Tyree Hill. Hill. Like, those are the three right now. After that, like, there's kind of everybody else. But well, I think Stephon Diggs, the way he's been playing this year, too. Oh, he's the best. I, I think he's of right now in the, in, the, in the playoffs. He would be the best just because he's doing a, a little bit of everything. And I just I love the Bills. We'll talk about that later. But um, I just honestly think this Green Bay team is just poised for that championship. And honestly – Who's starving more for a championship right now? What what great play? I mean, Drew Brees, yes, he has to get there. But Drew Brees, Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland, yes, you know, yeah. But if we're talking about a player who absolutely needs a championship right now, I don't think with with given every record that you know Drew Brees has, 
I don't really think he needs a championship. He's got a Super Bowl ring, uh, win. So he's not like in that class to where like he needs to win multiple rings to be considered a, a great one. Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl. But I think we've considered Aaron Rodgers the best player in football for almost a decade or among the best players in football. So for me, like Aaron Rodgers, man, has to get that second ring to validate himself. Like the way Peyton needed to get that second ring to make sure he caught up with Eli or needed to get that second one because Tom had already had four or five at that point. And you don't feel the same way about Breeze needing to get that second I don't, one? man, because like, you know what? For, for me, I like, feel like Breeze has kind of been living on that one ring for a very long time. Not, not to take anything away from him as a quarterback. This is not disparaging Drew Breeze, although recently he hasn't been quite as good. But... I do feel like for some reason, and this goes the same for Sean Payton too, we always claim that they're elite, top Mm -hmm. tier, but we always say, oh, they're Super Bowl winners. Well, they won one in 2007. Yeah. So it's been a long time. That one Super, you win one. I think we talked about this last week. You win one and you're instantly, you're above reproach. You can't, there's nothing you can say to them. Like they've won already, you know? And so for me, Drew Brees was never one of those guys, even when he was back in San Diego, that, I expected a whole lot from as far as being a great all-time great player. Like I just didn't I didn't expect that from from Drew Brees. Even when he first got to New Orleans, that's not really what I expected from him. And then man, he became like man, Drew freaking Brees. Like it just kind of it happened like that. But Aaron Rodgers was like, "Man, I expected him to be great after he got the start from from Favre." And he was great from there and just never kind of stopped. So it's like, yeah, I, he kind of needs that second one. Drew Brees has been close. Man, right there, get the NFC Championship, something stupid happens. Right Pass there, you know, the, exactly, you know the, the divisional game or something like that, man, something stupid happens. Like, Minneapolis miracle. There there you go. Like that's, But he's been on the doorstep enough. Like, I don't know if Aaron But Rodgers we also is, think this is Drew Brees' last year, right? Yes. So just again, to that point of who needs it more, I mean, maybe Rodgers needs it more, quote-unquote, maybe just for his own ego. But I think for Brees' career and the way we view him, it would winning this year would change everything. See, he's going to be go down as the greatest saint of all time, right? Yes. Is Aaron Rodgers going to go down as the greatest Packer of all time? No, no. He needs that second one. Like Brett Favre, that's still Brett Favre country, regardless of what we say or regardless of how good he does. That's still Brett Favre land. Like, and so until he wins two, like that's it. That's does just, feel you know, it does feel like those injured years for him, where he had the couple years in a row where he like broke his leg and, and shoulder. Like yeah. It kind of slowed his ascension as greatest Packer of all time. Because since Matt Lafleur's have been there, I mean they've been great, and he's been really good. So it kind of got back on track at that part, but or at that point. But yeah, I I think you're right. You know, up there it's still Brett Favre country, although. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers winning two would be I just, I think that would change the, that. I think all these guys, Baker instantly has moved up up the ladder as probably the greatest Browns quarterback ever. You know, that the, that fast. You know, he won the playoff. No, game. Bernie Kozar was pretty good. Bernie Kozar was pretty good. <laughs> but I mean, he's he's won a playoff game. If he wins another one and goes to the championship game, like we'll be talking about Baker as the greatest uh, Brown of all time. Like I, I think right now, you know, the greatest Ram of all time, it's definitely not going to be you know it's probably eric dickerson you know that's going to be the greatest uh ram of all time but man the packers you're talking about the most storied franchise in the history of football quite possibly i think one really funny thing from yesterday and i'm not sure if everybody caught this it was it was the last touchdown it was the alan lazar touchdown throw and aaron Rodgers walks up to the line of the scrimmage line of scrimmage he looks at lazard he goes Alan! 
and he just points his finger out. He just goes, go deep. There was no hidden signal. There was no hiding it. He just yelled at Lazard and then literally just did a finger point straight out deep to run a, to run a, a, a not an out route. Lazard said, yes, to sir. Run a, to run a vertical route. Yes, sir. <laughs> the and defense is like, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah. what is that? They're speaking some crazy language. What I don't understand. And Lazard this? proceeded to run a deep route. <laughs> between was, two guys. Between was two guys. So beautiful. Was wide open. Great throw. And uh, scored the touchdown to win the game. And I just, I just laughed. I was like, it doesn't matter if they know what's coming. Because Aaron Rodgers knows the defense cannot stop Alan Lazard on this specific play because of the way they're set up and because of the speed of the safety or whatever it is that he already has in his head. I just, I laughed. I went, I was watching it live and went, he just, he just audible for Alan Lazard to go deep. And, and, th- and then he went deep and he, and it worked. And I was like, oh my God. And I think because of those injured years is why we've taken a lot of attention away from how good Aaron Rodgers is. You know, it's, it's because of, and in between that time, Russell Wilson was able to flourish. In between that time, Patrick Mahomes was able to come out and just really, you know, set the world on fire. You know, you've had these other quarterbacks that have had their moment in the sun because it wasn't all about Aaron Rodgers. You know, even in State Farm commercials, Aaron Rodgers don't even say nothing in these things no more. It's Patrick Mahomes that talks him. Aaron Rodgers sits there like, oh, he gets like two lines, huh? Yeah, give him some more ketchup or whatever it is. And, like, that's that's his only line, you know? So it's, Fine, I'll go driver then. You know? That's a new you know? commercial. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one. You know, and so exactly. That's probably his only line. And Jake from State Farm and Patrick Mahomes getting all the lines. And I think we've just forgotten how good this dude is. And what a great time but to be in the playoffs to remind everybody that you're Aaron Rodgers. Text line is reminding you about Jim Brown as well. Jim, oh, excuse me. And the great Jim Brown. Okay. R.I.P. Right, Jim Brown's alive. No, he died. He did pass away, didn't Just he? like two weeks ago. That's right, man. Yeah. So, okay, so on that... Greatest 44. As, as we speak of Jim Brown... That's Eric Houston. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, Ernie Davis won the Heisman for you guys. I know, but Jim Brown was better than Ernie Davis. They both wore 44. They did, but that's what I said. Like, I mean, Jim Brown... Jim Brown was, played the cross, too, don't forget. He did. And was he a was monster. So um, there's a movie that came out on, um, on Prime. It's called One Night in Miami, and it is phenomenal. It's about uh, Muhammad Ali, or at that point, Cassius Clay. Um, uh... What's what's a Jim Brown, um, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X? So it's like it's right after uh, Cassius Clay fights Sonny Liston, and they have this whole night and everything. And it was a really really good movie. If you guys have an opportunity to check it out, man, if you have Prime, it's free. Go check that out. Jim Brown alive? He said. That's what I said. Yeah, Jim Brown's not dead, man. I was gonna say I'm I'm looking it up. Who, I, mean, uh, Brown, I swore he because, died because of those of those of those four guys in that movie. He's the only one that's still alive. He he's gone crazy and done some Trump stuff and everything like that. But Jim Jim Brown is not. I don't think he's dead, bro. That's what, that's what I'm sitting here. Look like what? Who who passed away like a week ago? That was the Syracuse running back. I swore it was Jim Brown. Uh, I mean, yeah, every page that I've looked up doesn't have a death date. So hold on, I will look this up on the break. <laughs> Apo- orange, I'm pouring orange, huh? Orange, huh? <laughs> I'm I'm pulling an Isaac Rop and misclaiming a death potentially. I was gonna say yeah, dead or alive, prime but time edition. I okay. Okay, I will look this up in the break <laughs> because I swear I saw it, but I could be wrong. We, we love you, Jim. I do love you, Jim, but, you know. Go orange. <laughs> Sky. Wow. Well, Tay Joe, why don't you go ahead and do a Sports Center update? I'll look this up, and I'll uh, confirm or deny my own idiocy next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan.
Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I'm an idiot. Jim Brown is alive. Floyd Little is the one who died. Another great Syracuse 44. But I always kind of in my head just put them together as one. But uh, Floyd Little is the one who died. Yeah, Not not Jim Brown. Jim Brown is 84. So he's old, but not dead. Floyd doesn't get talked about as much. You know, when you talk about those great Syracuse 44s, uh, obviously you lead with Jim Brown. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because he won the Heisman, I think a lot of people lead with Ernie Davis. Well, he had a movie now about him, too. The Express, if you've ever seen it. Express is a pretty good movie. It's a pretty solid movie. And, uh, yeah, and then you would go. Jim Brown's a movie star, though. Floyd Little. Jim Brown said, man, forget this Larry football Zaka. thing. I'm about, to go pl- I'm about to go make movies. I'm All done right. playing football. All right. I'm done being an idiot. I apologize. Thanks for yelling and telling me the truth. Well, that's what we do I, here, At the text man. line, 503 Much Much love. That's what we do here, man. We, we make mistakes quite often. <laughs> you know, it's okay. We're human. I'm not perfect. We're human. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I don't really have a lot to say about the Rams in the game from yesterday, so I kind of just want to move on to, to Bill's Ravens, to be honest with you. The Rams are who I thought they were. Jared Goff is way worse than Aaron Rodgers, although he had a good game considering his thumb injury. Uh, they ran the ball decently, but I, the Packers are just the better team. I guess the, the one big thing from the Rams for me was the defense didn't show up like I thought it would. Like the defense, the number one defense in the league. You've got the best cover corner in Jalen Ramsey. And Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald was in right. and out. He he wasn't right yesterday. Though. No, he, he didn't a, play the whole game. Yeah, so it was one of those things. Aaron Donald hurts. You're talking about the uh, the best, to me, the best defensive player in the NFL since Lawrence Taylor. So I mean, I, I, beyond beyond that, I just kind of yeah, okay. The defense didn't play super great. The offense was better than I thought, but it was the Packers game. Almost the entire time I was watching, I was like, yeah, the Rams. This just feels the like the Packers season. This just feels like when you you can look at teams. And no, like they're just they're just better. When we looked at uh, at the the Chiefs last year, we just knew like they're they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. They're just better than everybody else, and that's kind of how I feel about the Packers in the in the NFC. It's like yeah, they're just they're just kind of a step above everybody else right now. Well, it'll be a good quarterback matchup next week, no matter who it is. If it's Rodgers versus Breeze or Rodgers versus Brady, who but... are you pulling for? What, what what matchup do you want to see? Um, probably Rodgers Brady. Just because I don't think Breeze can throw the football, which I'll get to in the next hour when we preview that game, I just I can't. I find it so hard to watch him play right now. Yeah, I've, I'm. I want to see. You know, I don't. For they've never played each other in the playoffs, so they, I think they only have a Brady and Rodgers only have a couple of head-to-head hmm. meetings. I want to say it's maybe three or four head-to-head meetings. So they've never met each other. Obviously, with Brady being the AFC for his whole career, and Rodgers being the NFC for his whole career, they've obviously never met in the playoffs. So. I would love to see for the championship, for a trip to the Super Bowl, the the two best quarterbacks over the past twenty years. Like, please, that's that's awesome. Who did the Packers beat in their Super Bowl? Uh, the Steelers. Which one? Well, the the Aaron Rodgers one. It's the Steelers. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't remember that one that well, that well for some reason. Uh, that's okay. the BJ. Uh, was that the, not the BJ Raji? Uh, end zone dance. After oh he got the, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that guy, B.J. Raji. Yeah. Man, that guy was big. Yeah, he was huge, man. <laughs> uh, so you say the Packers feel like a Super Bowl team. You know who else feels like a Super Bowl team right now? It's the Buffalo Bills. The Bills look so good. And how cool was it? I'm just going to pretend like COVID isn't happening right now. How cool is it that there were fans in the stadium again? Hopefully everybody is fine. Um, because that crowd was going 
nuts. I think they said it was nine thousand. How many? How many? Uh, I think it was like seven yeah. seven thousand six hundred or something. And it sounded like seventeen thousand. You know, just because you can hear the difference between the the piped in crowd noise and actual crowd noise. You know, so I thought it was great to to see that and. You know, like you said, hopefully everybody was able to get out of there, you know, with, with no issues, no problems, no health concerns. But. Now, I think the NFL is allowing fans at all these games, although I guess it, I was I assume it still depends on the state guidelines, but Green Bay had fans. Mm-hmm. We had fans at Buffalo. I'm assuming we're going to have fans in New Orleans. Um, and then I guess, yeah, Kansas City's probably going to have fans. They've had fans already. I mean, is it, is it just because those four states are – a little bit more lenient with their guidelines or probably, is the NFL just allowing it? Probably. I'm, I mean, I, and honestly, I don't I don't know what all the state guidelines are. No, I, I feel just, like everybody should follow probably one. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. But yeah, I mean, if only I, we had an entity that made a guideline for all of us to follow. Oh, really? What, what would that be like? That's oh, crazy. I don't know. It'd be weird. Another show. Well, we'll talk about that some other time. But reel it in. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I. I I would like to see – it's good to see the fans at games. Like, you know, you can tell uh, during the basketball games how quiet it is. And you can hear guys – you can hear chatter, like, so much so that they're really bleeping out a lot of stuff during the games because you can hear these – Every time Carmelo Anthony gets a rebound, well, it's that's instantly just, bleeped that's out. That's just Carmelo Anthony anyway. <laughs> like, you you know he's going to do – which is great Doesn't he me. do the give me that S? Isn't that what he says? Yeah, every time. <laughs> every time. You know what I'm saying? So, which is – Pretty funny, you know. Does it on loud TV and makes him uh, press the dump, press the dump button. So that's pretty funny. But yeah, yeah so it was it was really cool to have fans there because you could tell. And I I always say this. It's I'll say it forever probably. I have a ton of friends who are Bills fans. I went to Syracuse. A lot of people who go to Syracuse live in Buffalo. It's a close city. Um, my best friends from Syracuse are Bills fans, and. I love to poke fun at the team because of it, because they're such a long suffering fan base and it's kind of like the low hanging fruit idea, but boy, am I happy for them right now because it's just, they have a fun team to watch. They're so, they're so good. How never in, well, actually not never in my lifetime, but as I've been paying attention, never as an active NFL fan, exactly. Have I seen the bills or the Browns be competitive? So on that standpoint, like it's really, really cool to, it's like that time where the Memphis Grizzlies got really good. You know, the, the startup that you, when they were Vancouver, they sucked. And when they were in Memphis for the first year, they sucked. And then all of a sudden, they became like a Western Conference uh, championship kind of contender. It's like kind of watching that for me. Like, so for me as a kid, like when I was eight, nine years old, I didn't look at Bill's football. You know, Jim, even though I knew Jim Kelly was good because he was in the video game and all like, I wouldn't pay attention how bad the. It was even Bills earlier were. for me in my and life. He, yeah. And he was winning at that point. At least, you know, at least the Bills were going to the playoffs and they were going to Super Bowls, not winning Super Losing Bowls. Losing every but, single one. Hey, but they were going. So that means you were good enough to to get there every single year. Like, what, what happens when you get there? Hey, man, we don't know. But, like, for me to, since uh, middle school up until now, I'm 30, 37, like, for the Bills and the Browns to finally be at a point to where. They're competitive. They're not a laughing stock. Their their games are watchable. Their quarterbacks are competent. Like that's something that, at the same time too, like that's something that I don't think we've ever been able to say. So it's super dope watching, uh, watching the Bills kind of do what they're doing. But for the Browns as well, I want to make sure I give them some love. Yeah, I mean the Browns have a tough matchup today, but I think they have a chance too. Again, we'll get to the the games today next hour, but you know it, it'd be kind of. Wouldn't it be kind of so crazy interesting, although it wouldn't be the matchup we really wanted to get Browns bills in the AFC championship game. Um, That's all I thought about last night. Sign me up. I mean, like how crazy would that be? That would be 
I would feel so good for those fan bases, but yet so bad that they would have to lose to another suffering fan base to not make the Super yeah, Bowl. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But at least Browns it, fans are like, no, no, this is our spotlight. And it, Bills fans are like, you shut the F up. At least you would know that you guys are it's a toss up. Like, I mean, we're both fighting for the same thing. Like well, whoever mean, fights hardest, you know, if they make it there. There's a clear better team in that though, and that's Buffalo. Hey man, <laughs> between like, those two. Hey, the Browns weren't supposed to win last week. That's true. Let's just be real. Steelers. They weren't like no. I'm not. I do. I we Steelers we, did not show up. Last we talk week. about this every any given Sunday. We talk about this every Sunday. Like man, great movie. It's a, it is a great movie, man. Um, anybody can win. Like it and it's just sometimes things don't go right for you, man. Certain guys are half step off. Can't hold on to the ball. Uh, bad snaps. Like so many terrible things can happen during the game. So we've seen teams disappointed by team by inferior teams. We saw the Giants go to two Super Bowls being like. Nine and seven, eight and eight, or something crazy like that. So, and go in there and beat really good teams on the road. So, not to say that it will happen. I think we all pretty much believe the Chiefs are going to roll, but man, what if? I don't believe they're going to roll, but we'll get to that. This text came in last year. The Bills and Browns both made the playoffs in the same year, was 1989. Wow. I was in first grade. Going that's, a very, first grade. that's a very famous year, you know. Oh, 1989. No, I was kind of, yeah, kindergarten. It's the year that I was born. Oh, watch out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so this this would be a, a, a really this this year has been really I, I, I got to I got to be honest. It's been a little more fun than I thought it would be. There are times it was like it was kind of up and down. It was like, yeah, that wasn't a good game. And then not cancellations, but, you know, rescheduling games, little corny stuff, kind of throwing off the momentum for a lot of people. But I'll be honest, these past few weeks of football have been really, um, really fun to watch. Although I, I brought this up last week. I asked Isaac and Sukfis this week too. I did, although I enjoyed having six games to consume. I did at the end of both days last weekend, kind of hit a breaking point of, okay, I've just been watching football for this many straight hours. And like, these have been good games or interesting games, but I'm getting burnt out. Like I love the idea of having six playoff games in a weekend, but yes, or last weekend, Saturday night was Washington, Tampa. Mm -hmm. That game sucked. I could not care less about that that game. And then the night game on Sunday was Brown Steelers. And once the Browns went up 35, seven, I was, I was like, look, I know the Steelers made a push and it got a little bit more interesting, but I faded and it's, I love the idea of the new system, but this is perfect Four, four is perfect. You get six, seven hours total that you're watching, and then you got the rest of the day to do whatever you want. It's just like it's a nice little box where the third game was like, oh, my God, there's another one. Okay, perfect. And then I kind of faded. So maybe it's just me. It's For me, it's it's normal Sunday football practice. It's I watch the the first game. Afternoon rolls around. Get kind of sleepy, fall asleep. Might wake up to catch the end of the fourth quarter or the middle of the fourth quarter. Man, cool. Enough football to watch from there and see what happens. And then – catch the evening game like that's that's how i have to break it up or if i'm not going to sleep like i have to watch or do something else in mm-hmm. between those other games mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll check the score that's what bleach report and espn or whatever you have is for like check the score check the stats all type of stuff but yeah sometimes i just need a a, a a screen break as they call them for kids now in school i just try to keep in mind what i was like doing in like march and april and not watching any sports at all and was watching like twitch streams of grand theft auto Hell yeah, day dude. in and day out, which was, you know, very enjoyable and entertaining. But I just try to keep that in mind whenever I'm watching sports. I'm like, well, 
Those months kind of sucked yeah. doing that. So, uh, you know, let's uh, watch the fourth game in a row today. It's called being humble. Yes. <laughs> there were 6,700 people at the game. Ooh, not 7,600. Yes. Close. Shout out to my man, Chris in Portland. Um, uh, yeah, yesterday was a as sportsy as sports comes for me. I woke up. Syracuse basketball was playing, although they kind of sucked this year, so I chose not to watch that game. They started at 9 a.m. This was, this was my personal sports day yesterday. The Devils were at 10 a.m. I watched that game. It was on TV. Uh, Southampton, my favorite soccer team, was on noon. And That's then, nap time. They, it was nap time, yes. Uh, I actually did not watch that game. And then the NFL game started at 1.30. Then the NFL game was at 5.15. And then the Blazers were on at 7. It was just it's literally from the moment I woke up, I just had my teams were on. Or the games I wanted to watch were all on. That's a lot of sports. It man. was a lot. Uh, I enjoyed Office it. was on yesterday for a while. I was like, I watched that. That's like, always I just, on. I have it is always on, but yeah. All right, let's break. Coming up next, I do want to bring up the question that got Rashad all all heated before the show. We have to talk about Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. You're already defensive. <laughs> already defensive. Here we go. That's next. Football Sunday on the fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I assume this is MF Doom. Whoops. Players, my, players mess up. Bingo. I don't know MF Doom very well. I just saw that he passed away, and I, uh, I, I know his name. I just didn't know his music very he's well. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Hmm. That's what MF Doom is. Okay. He's just happy. He's one of those dudes, man. He's dope. He's more like underground, never got popular, but still makes really good music. I guess I don't want to call him underground because he's underground, I guess, in the the sense that, man, uh, he's... he's, Well, he's not mainstream. Yeah, not mainstream, but he's not like... He's not, you know, cars and chains and, you know, he's just, I guess when you, when you rap like that, I guess you, your people consider you underground, you know what I'm saying? Which is weird. Like somebody like most deaf considered underground, he's mainstream, but it's like his music is considered that. And I was like, that's, that's weird. To me. I think more of like Andre Nicotina is underground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he's, he's a big deal. He works with all the, all the people. Deltron. De La Soul, De La Soul, Buster Rhymes, you know, any Talib Kweli, all, everybody that's that's fresh, like MF Doom has worked with. Yeah, his album, uh, was it Mad Villainy with Mad Lib? Mm-hmm. Is like one of, considered one of the better or, pop albums of or the last like 10, 15 Danger, years. Or Danger Mouse with him and uh, MF Doom and, uh, and uh, Danger Mouse. Yeah. The album was named after the other guy. No, it was uh, it was a Danger Doom is what <laughs> oh, it was called. Okay. Danger Doom. <laughs> that was like an entire album named after the other yeah. guy. Danger that doesn't Doom. seem very fair. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so. The Bills win yesterday, 17-3, to the final score over the Ravens. And uh, the Ravens' offense was putrid, to put it lightly. Now, Lamar Jackson did get hurt in the third quarter, and Tyler Huntley, former Utah quarterback, came in. I didn't know he was their backup. Uh, he looked just like Lamar Jackson in the style of play he was playing, so I guess that was a good uh, a good slide in, a good fit, I suppose, although he's not as good as Lamar Jackson. So uh, he overthrew a wide-open Marquise Brown late in that game, that would have given an easy touchdown to the Ravens to get them back within a touchdown. Do you remember that play? Did you see that play? At the uh, end? Yeah. Huntley the just end. completely missed Hollywood Brown. Yeah. He was wide open. But then uh, Dobbins dropped in what looked like it could have been an easy that touchdown. That was the second drop of the game, yeah, too. So um, yeah, so lots went wrong for the, for the Ravens. Overall, it was a pretty ugly game. 
for the Ravens offensively and their defense actually played mostly well, but you know, they only gave up 17 points to the bills who have a good offense. And the only thing that's always weird to me with this is, you know, Buffalo's passing the ball and you still can't stop it. That's yeah. the crazy part. Like good on Brian Dabble, the, or Dable, however you say it, the offensive coordinator for the bills of keeping it interesting and different and keeping the other team on their heels enough, even though you're passing it 37 times compared to running it 16 times. And most of those runs were in the second half when you were trying to kill the clock. Good on Dable for creating an interesting offense, a very, very unique offense that works for the bills. But the question I had, and I guess it's not a question. It's more of a conversation starter is I just think we have to have a conversation about Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is an incredible quarterback, especially in the regular season. He's an MVP winner. He wins the game for his team constantly with his legs and even with his arm most of the time. But as we've seen in the playoffs, it's a different animal and he has struggled mightily both to run and to pass the football once you get into the playoffs. I think the Ravens are a very good team. I think they're built to be a winning team. They have a great defense. You've got a bunch of good running backs. They've really built this offense to have success with a guy like Mark, with Lamar Jackson because he is not the best passer. I think, I think everybody knows that about him. He is not a great throwing quarterback. He's a good throwing quarterback, and they've built the offense to shine on the running game and to get the passing game to work when it when it needs to but in the playoffs when everybody knows you're running the football and you're playing the best defenses in the league I think Lamar Jackson needs to somehow improve at throwing the football in the playoffs so that he can give his team the better chance to win because otherwise this is going to happen over and over again because he's he's now one and two in his playoff games and even in the win last week, he didn't look that great. It just, he's got to be able to throw the football down the field if they're going to win in the playoffs. I think that's 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 my whole point with this is he's a great quarterback. He just has to be able to throw the ball down the field. And if he can't, if he's not capable of doing that, it's going to be tough for the Ravens to get out of the first or second round. I, I, won't, I won't disagree with the fact that he has to be better throwing the football. Like, I, that's, that's something I think we can both – you know, wholeheartedly agree on, you know, as a, as a young quarterback, you know, those are the, his accuracy is something that he has to work on. That said, I'm, I'm not as quick to punt on Lamar Jackson as I feel like a lot of people are. It'd be different if he was three years removed from winning the MVP. He's not, he won it last year, like a full 12 months ago. He was the best player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. When the players this year talked about who the best player in the league is, as they do the NFL top 100, who do you think they said it was? It was Lamar Jackson. It was that was the guy that they said was he is a problem. It wasn't Mahomes. It was it was Lamar Jackson. He is a problem. And so I understand that as a quarterback, you have to take a bulk of the blame. You're the star, you're the franchise, you get paid the most, all that jazz. When are we gonna put some culpability on the other players? You mentioned yesterday, you just mentioned a little bit ago, J.K. Domas dropped two easy ones, one of which could have went for a touchdown. Man, uh, where's Hollywood Brown been? You know, like, I mean, honestly, you got where his his receiving core isn't great. You know, he had a tight end that almost made, you know, uh, a, a scoring play yesterday, but he wasn't in the game. And then we forget Lamar Jackson's knocked out of the game halfway through the third quarter with the concussion and has no chance to come back. Like, I think we're much harder on him for whatever reason than we are on other people. And I think it goes back to the he should be a receiver thing. 
you still have people that don't believe that he is an NFL quarterback. A dude that just won the MVP a year ago from playing NFL quarterback. People are still not convinced. The cold part is Baker Mayfield has thrown exactly as many touchdowns as Lamar Jackson. Has thrown almost exactly as many picks as Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar has thrown one more. But Baker's on the uprise. We love Baker Mayfield. We love what he's doing. He's such a huh? Where? Because if I'm if if we're being honest, it looks like Lamar Jackson's had a little more success than Baker has, and Baker has Odell Beckham Jr. Beckham Baker not has year. not this year, but he had for three years. He did. You know, he's or two years. Has it been two years or three years now for ODB to be in there? Well, I think Baker's only been in the league for a couple of years too. Something so. here. So 2019, this is what Cam said, 2019. He'll be complaining by week four. So this is still up here. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's been two years of Odell Beckham or a year and, and a few games. Jarvis Landry, remember you had Njoku? You got, you got, you've got people all around you to help you make plays, and still you've been just okay. Lamar Jackson has carried a team. And so I'm just like, I, I don't understand like where this, this, this kind of, you know, hey, comes from. And I understand. How about this? This is what nobody else is saying. Guess who's top 10 in rushing this year? It was Lamar Jackson, number nine. Guess who's the only quarterback in history to have back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons? It's Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. That's because the bulk of the offense is based on him and his legs. Some of this has to go on John Harbaugh. Jim is the offensive mind. He's the wizard. John has always been the defensive dude who's been able to kind of muscle through the playoffs with, man, a really good offensive line and and a great defense. Like, he's never had to do anything special for his 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 quarterback. And then what do you do? You look at Greg Roman. Greg Roman's your offensive coordinator, the dude that, oh, he worked with Kaepernick. So, man, this dude ain't Kaepernick. He's better than Cap. Yeah, but Greg Roman is a – Greg Roman is – You, you he, cannot he, deny that Greg Roman has built a good offense no, for this team. No, he's built a good offense. But is it predictable? Yes. That is that is that, is that Mar- Lamar Jackson's fault? I don't think so. Like, I well, think is some, it, that's the, that's the question. It's kind of is it a chicken or the egg thing, right? That's kind of what it is. Is the offense predictable because Lamar Jackson can't do more than that? Or is Lamar Jackson not looking quite as good because the offense is too predictable? There you go. You don't go from throwing last year, what, 38 touchdowns, 37 touchdowns in X amount, and then, you know, I think he had 10 rushing touchdowns. So I just, a great I, season. Like I, I think that's still a question, though, because when you watch Lamar Jackson, and it's look, regular seasons are great, right? But we view quarterbacks through the lens of the playoffs. We do. We do. We do. So with that said, do – do we? Why do we value Deshaun Watson so much? Because what is what is John Deshaun Watson's been great during the season. Like yes. he throws the ball really well, but but we also criticize him when he loses in the playoffs. When when I've I've, I've heard nothing about uh, criticizing Deshaun Watson ever for for anything. And we love Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. He's a good dude. He's he represents. He's, he says deserves all the right to be stuff. traded because he's in a terrible franchise. Yes, yeah, he's a yeah. terrible franchise. But you know he's been carrying his franchise much the way. Lamar Jackson for three years has carried his at this point. So I understand, but he doesn't, we don't blame him like that. And that's cool because we shouldn't, but Lamar Jackson gets that. And I'm like, I don't It's not understand. blame. It's, it's not, it's not blame. At least for me, it's not blame. It's just the asking the question of, is he a good enough passer to win in the playoffs? Cause we look at quarterbacks through the lens of the playoffs, right? He's an MVP. He's an elite player, but we feel similarly about like Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton was an MVP. He's an he's an elite player, but we look at him sometimes through the lens of the playoffs when he struggled mm-hmm. a little bit more. When you play the best teams, you have to show out as that guy, and, and then we'll, we'll fall in love with you even more. And Lamar Jackson just hasn't yet. 
Remember in his first game last year, he actually had good passing numbers, if you remember, but he had three turnovers, right? And they only scored 12 points in their loss to the Titans. Then they won last week against Tennessee, got a win again against them. It was a nice little you know, redemption story. Lamar ran the ball like crazy. It was incredible running the football, passed the ball fine, had a pick, didn't have a touchdown, was fine, right? But they did enough to win. And then this game yesterday happened again. He couldn't run the football because the Bills were great at stopping it. And because he's not a great passer, they only scored three points. That's why I say, that's why I say we have to have a conversation about can he improve enough as a passer to make the Ravens a relevant playoff team? I think he's already made them a playoff team. He's already won, like got the highest, the highest honor, not named a Super Bowl. He can get like, yes, he needs to improve. But when you're 23, you're 22, it's hard for me to say, yeah, man, this this guy has, has so much extra. Like, nah, he's. I think he's on the right track right now. He just didn't have a great season, and a and lot look, of that. There's a lot of blame to go around. I, don't, I just don't think it can all go on him. Also, I think that Baker Mayfield is a weird comparison because nobody loves Baker Mayfield. Baker, like, it's fun that the Browns are doing well. But, I mean, do, does anybody think Baker's some sort of great quarterback? Yeah, people believe in Baker. I think people do believe, they? yes, they do. They, this, this Browns energy is coming from somewhere. Well, people it's because the Browns have been in the playoffs in however many years. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just fun. I think that's the, that's the difference. It's like, do we not have any thought? Okay, you know what? I'll break. Gotta, yeah, let's break. I'm going to break, and we'll talk about this next because we'll preview the games anyway. Is there not the thought that Baker Mayfield's going to come out and throw four interceptions today against the Chiefs? Because it's Baker Mayfield. That's next. Football Sunday on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.